Hi, I'm Alan. And I'm Alexis. We had five kids in seven years. People think we're crazy, and sometimes we think they might be right. But most of the time, we love it. We hope this is a place where you can learn to be a better parent, but without taking yourself too seriously. Whether you're a new parent or have a few years under your belt, we hope you can find something new to think about. Or laugh about. After all, this is Parenting in Real Life. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 107. Whew. That's a workout. (laughs) Today, we're going to be talking about planning for the year. But before we get to that, we're going to share our parenting in real life moment, which is a good one. It was a good one. Jack is our kindergartner, and so he's learning his letter sounds. And we were in the kitchen, and he found a pretzel on the floor, and he's like, look, Mom, it looks like the letter F. And it it legit looked like an F. It was broken just right. Our kid's smart. (laughs) You try and make an F out of a pretzel. So I just said, uh, Jack, what sound does F make? And he was like, he made the F sound. Um, And I was like, well, what words start with F? And I didn't know if he could do that. And he was like, box. And I was like, good job. What's another word? And he said, the F word. (laughs) (laughs) Luckily, he said the F word, not Not the the actual F word. (laughs) It was awesome. We're like, well, that's not wrong. So So he knows two words that start with F. And to share a parenting real life moment that goes with our podcast today, uh, a couple years ago when we were living in Wisconsin, uh, Alan's family was getting together for Thanksgiving in Texas, and we weren't planning on going because it's a long drive from Wisconsin. It was like 17 hours. But then next thing we knew, everyone was going to be there except us, and we were feeling super left out. So Mostly me. We got back from church, and everybody had already gotten there, and I was like, oh. And so literally that night, it was a Sunday night, and we're like, why don't we just go? We're like, right now? And so we did it. (laughs) And I just texted them. I was like, do you guys think you could fit us somewhere if we came? And they're like, sure. So we jumped in the car, drove to St. Louis or something. Not even. It was a weird town somewhere between Wisconsin and Texas. Somewhere in Illinois, probably. I don't know. We made it pretty good. We just drove until we felt like it was dangerous to drive. And stopped, and then drove the rest the next day. Yep, we made it there, and it was fun. And our kids were a little bit younger at the time, so it's not like we were missing like school or anything like that. So we just went, and it was awesome. And usually that is not normal for us to do like <laughs> spontaneous traveling in fact that stresses me out to think like change everything pack everything go 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 and like i like to have a plan beforehand so we did one other trip like that too where it was on the tail end of another trip though yeah we were on the end of another trip so i guess it was just kind of extending the trip we were on we're like oh let's go to the cabin and so we turned around and we went there but anyway so we've done two spontaneous trips in our married lives if I was going to like list my favorite trips that we've done, it would be those two. <laughs> I love spontaneous trips because it's like you didn't, you weren't planning on it. And so you don't have time to like stress out about it. You just make do with what you have. And so I feel like you get rid of a lot of like the anticipatory stress and get like a bonus vacation that you weren't planning on. So I love it and I would recommend it. Sort of. You can't plan on a spontaneous trip (laughs) (laughs) and there is some stress and craziness that comes with it but all things told kind of liked it 
if you're looking for parenting hacks for car trips, if you have any car trips coming up, we've done quite a few road trips. Yes. And just a couple of things that we like to do are bring small toys and treats. I usually run to like the dollar store. If you have like a five below, grab a couple of fidget toys and sticker books and little activity books and bring those in the car along with some fun little treats for the kids that we usually don't buy. Having hourly treats is a game changer. It makes a 10 hour drive really manageable. It's adds up. <laughs> yeah. It becomes a lot of It does. <laughs> a lot of stuff, so you definitely have to budget and pace yourself. I think we would intermix like just like a candy or something, so it's like a dum-dum or something. So, it's not like you're spending a buck every hour for every kid. That would get expensive. Yeah. Yeah, we definitely did some like fruit by the foots and yeah. fruit roll-ups and I usually don't buy those type of things, so the kids loved it cuz they were fun treats. And then sometimes the activities would leak into you know the treat time yeah so it was fine uh we also bring our kids amazon fire tablets give them unlimited time to do what they want cheapest tablets in the world super crappy but (laughs) especially for car trips it's a game changer just keeps them get the job out of each other's grills a lot of people do like movies sometimes they're built into your car if you have like a newer van or you can put them on the head rest and so people can watch movies yeah we used to have one of those, but it doesn't it didn't work anymore. So yeah. we just do the tablets. tablets. And sometimes they like you can download movies onto their tablets, which mm-hmm. we've done. Another big one is Dramamine. We have kids that are pretty good most days, but on long trips, they'll just like spontaneously get sick. It's happened a couple times. <laughs> yes. and it is the worst. <laughs> so I think we've talked about that. Enough said. Get the kids Dramamine. It works. Something to listen to. There's some podcasts for kids. So there's some story ones that are really fun. The What's the one you do? Life Imagined. Is it? Li- I think it might be Life Imagined. I can't remember. Or Imagine Life. Maybe it's Imagine Life. Something like that. But they have an adult one that's not for children. Don't let your kids listen to that one. But they also have one for kids, which has been really fun. And so we listen to those. Great. Yeah. And the kids are really interested in them. They like to know who they are and they're like show me a picture of that person and quite a few of them they don't know who they are because our kids don't really know celebrities and role models right now but they still get interested in learning about them and then they do end up spotting them other places like we found a book about one of the people later and chloe was like oh look it's that person we heard about on the podcast so and that's kind of fun too so it helps them connect to their world but those are great family music audiobooks, like if you want to listen to Harry Potter as a family or something like that, those are also great options. And then the last one is headphones. We uh, highly recommend headphones for all the kids, tablets, because otherwise we have no volume in the car. But if they're watching movies, they need headphones. So you can get really cheap headphones. I just saw like a bunch of headphones at Five Below, so all five bucks or less. We've got um, some at Target that weren't very expensive either, and they worked really well. So there's lots of options for headphones. Yeah, just cheap ones. And then AirPods for the adults, because sometimes you need a break from the kids in the back. So um, <laughs> We'll be driving, and the kids are getting kind of crazy, and Alan's just like, okay, I'm done. And he puts in his AirPods. I listen to a book, and we just let the kids scream to each other for a while. <laughs> we all need a little break sometimes, and you're in the car for a long time, including the parents. Mm-hmm. So if you are doing a car trip, those are some of our parenting hacks for you. Hopefully hopefully it's a smoothish ride. It's never going to be drama free, but you can make it. But can have drama mean. (laughs) It can't be better than if you didn't have this stuff. (laughs) And our sponsor for the month is Pine and Needle Boutique. They're a super cute women's boutique. They have all sizes from extra small all the way up to 5X. 
they have really cute winter stuff in their shop right now. So if you're looking for some cute new clothes for the winter to help spice up your winter a little bit because winter just drags on and on, definitely check out Pine and Needle Boutique and you can use Parenting 20 for a 20% off your purchase. And now for our hot mess, hot minute. So today at the beginning-ish of the year, we are talking about planning your year. So gonna give you all the tips. We found you do a lot more if you sit down and plan it all out at the beginning. You've gotta think about money. You've gotta think about vacation time for whoever's working. Generally, you don't have endless vacation. So plan it, make it happen. As we looked back on last year, our trips were our best memories as a family. So we're gonna help you get more trips in your life. Before we get into the notes of this, I just wanted to say that we just bought stands for our microphones. <laughs> and we're feeling super legit right now. <laughs> the amount of legitness we have right now is through the roof. Through the roof. So anyway, we just wanted you to be excited with us. So, <laughs> All right, we're talking about planning for the year as a couple. So you can plan for your family, the different vacations you're going to do, how to save money, and all of that fun stuff. So the first tip is to share a Google calendar. And this is something that we've only done this last year. Why Alexis? Because I, I hate digital calendars. Holy smokes. It is such a battle to get her to use a digital calendar. I am a paper planner girl through and through. Okay. Listen, I've got my paper planner. I've got a calendar at my desk and a calendar downstairs for the whole family to see. So I already have it written in three places, but Alan does just digital. Except today, he just ordered a paper planner, and I'm so happy about it. <laughs> so first on Alexis, the definition of efficiency is try and do the same <laughs> task as many times as possible. So she's killing it. So efficient. I'm killing it. Well, I want one. There's one for myself. Everything has a purpose. They all have their own purpose. There's one for the family, for everyone to see, you know. So each one has its purpose. But anyway, I finally decided, okay, I need something to track my hours throughout the day of all the different things that I'm doing. And now that our family's getting bigger and they have more stuff going on, I needed something better than a planner, a calendar that I had to write everything. So I switched to a Google calendar. Well, I added a Google calendar. I That's saw my other ones too. <laughs> but it's so nice because it just allows you to see each other's stuff. And when it comes to planning a crazy schedule, it is very nice. It also is nice because it's easier to change. And especially when you're looking at like year out stuff, it's great to pencil stuff in and some stuff you can schedule. But especially like in a pandemic world, do you ever really know what you're doing until you do it? So love Google Calendar because it's flexible because everybody can see it. And so bite the bullet and do it. Just do it. And yep. it doesn't have to be Google, I guess. There's lots of like shared calendar apps, but sure. we sure. like Google. Find a shared calendar app that you can share with your spouse so they can see what's going on. And then just put in tentative dates for the vacations that you want to do. So we think about, okay, where do we want to go? And then what month we want to do it? And probably the weekend that we want to do it. And then we put it in there tentatively. And then as it gets closer, we can nail down hotels and or flights or whatever we need for that. Like babysitters. <laughs> we don't fly places. <laughs> We did just get a Capital One Venture card so that we could fly somewhere this year because trying to fly a family of seven is really expensive. So. But trying to feed a family of seven is also expensive. So we're hoping that those can offset each other because we spend tons of money on a credit card and then they give us free miles. So 
We do have some flying trips in our plan this year, so we'll see. We're trying to make that work because you can only go so far in a car. Well, well it's not true, but it's a lot want, less painful. If we want to survive. <laughs> so other things that we put in the year schedule right out of the gate is look at the school calendars. So generally, even next year's school calendar is finalized at this point, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You so you can look at it. all of the breaks all the way through January. And sometimes it's interesting, like Martin Luther King Jr. Day, our kids get off and I get it off. But last year we did something at a national park and everybody else had the same idea. And so it was a crazy weekend. So there are some times when we choose to go when the kids are in school <laughs> because things can just get so crowded on the, the normal times. I just heard national parks are free on Martin Luther King Jr. Day. So I think that's when oh. we went and it was free and it was so crowded. It was a nightmare. We went to one that is fairly limited in space, Zions. Others are not that way. We also, so like Alexa said, you can also start penciling in vacations and important dates like anniversaries and things like that. But once you've got those things in there, then you can kind of look at everything and say, Okay, how are we going to fit in the things we want to do? So as you're deciding what you want to do, obviously you can't do everything. You're going to run out of time. You're going to run out of money. So we hear you. We definitely have been limited on both, especially the money side. But I think when you're creative, there's a lot of things you can do for pretty cheap. National Parks is one of our favorite because you can get a National Parks Pass for relatively cheap. And if you have a fourth or a fifth grader, they extended it to both years. Um, you can get into national parks for free. You, you just have to have do to, a little quiz or something. Yeah. You just have to do a quiz online and then you print out a sheet and you give it to whatever park you're going to and they'll give you a card and it's good for one school year. Yeah. So that's fantastic. And they're great, right? Outdoor things I think generally are cheaper than going to a city which cities are gross, so I don't know why you'd want to go to a city. <laughs> Ew. Alan hates cities. So when we were in the, I can't remember what we were doing, but he's like, I'm sorry. He's like, I know you want to travel, but I just can't do cities. <laughs> I, can't, I hate cities. Unless somebody else is doing all the driving. Like, it has to be a guided tour for me to feel comfortable in cities. I just feel like I'm lost all the time, and I feel stressed, and so it's zero fun because I just feel stressed that I'm lost the whole time. And that's truth. <laughs> so... National parks are a good way to save money. Driving, like we joked about, is also a good way to save money. Gas is a lot cheaper than flying. Yeah. That's for sure. I, I have a hard time thinking of an exception to that. Well, I guess it depends on how many people are in your car. I guess that's true. Because <laughs> with us, that is a lot of flights. We are officially at seven flights whenever we fly somewhere. So really expensive. And then you still have to rent a car there. So it's not just the flight. It's getting around once you're there, which is Ubering or whatever. Renting a car is ridiculous right now. That's a nightmare too. So we definitely recommend driving. You lose a day or whatever of your trip, but the money you save is worth it. Also, February is one of my favorite months, not only because it's my birthday, but it's also when you can start filing your tax returns. And if you do it right away, they give you the money as soon as you do it. And so... I mean, we always get money back because of how many kids we have and they just increased the child tax amount. And so most people with children should be getting back money this year. And so you can use that money toward trips if you're able to, towards vacations or whatever. We usually try to put that money aside to save it for these different excursions and stuff because it does cost a lot to take your family places. So if you don't have the cash yet, 
that is a good place to look first. I love that. Another thing we do to make trips cheaper is we find hotels with breakfasts. Mm -hmm. It makes it so you only have to get two meals a day. And whenever we can, we try and go to the grocery store and make meals versus eating out every time. Because if you're eating out even two meals a day, that is nasty fast. And you might pay a little bit more for the hotel, but we found that it's cheaper because if you have a hotel that has a little space so you can make meals and it gives you breakfast, you'll pay more for the hotel, but you'll save it overall because eating out is so expensive. Mm -hmm. So big believers in trips, even if they're cheap and close and nothing Disneyland-esque, right? Our kids loved our trip to the family cabin, the old like 1800s cabin as much as they did Disneyland. So, in fact, Chloe was just asking me this morning. She's like, "Do we get to go to the cabin this year?" And I'm like, "Yeah, we're planning on it." She's like, "Okay, good." But, I mean, that's something that they enjoy every year. Like Disneyland is once every few years for us, but the cabin is an every year thing for us. And so I think they are building these memories of going there frequently and looking forward to the things that they've done before. And so having some place closer that you can frequent more often, I think is also beneficial to your family. Yep. Big deal. The other piece of planning is to make goals for the year. And Alexis is great at that. <laughs> if she has a lot of calendars, she has even more goal sheets. Um, I do have lots of goal sheets too. <laughs> everywhere. By for the toilet, by things. the mirror, by the desk. By well, some are my goals and some are couples goals and goals for our family. And like, I have all the goals. This year, Alexis set our couples goals by herself. Well, <laughs> I just kind of reviewed what we did last year. And I'm like, hey, do you want to do this again? He's like, yeah. So <laughs> I was okay with it. Setting goals is not my favorite, so I need motivation. But when we plan our goals, we plan out things that we want to do this year as a couple. And then we have a five-year plan and a 10-year plan. And obviously those things can change as you get there, but we have like savings goals. We have trip goals. We have goals that we want to do with our kids, you know, and stuff like that. So I think it's good to just think about like, okay, in the next five years, we want to do this and start working towards that. Cause some of these things are going to take years to do, like, especially if you have a savings goal, it's going to take a couple of years to save that much money. Or if you want to up your 401k or whatever, I think if you start thinking about those things now, then you're more likely to do it because it's going to take a few years to get there rather than, oh, this year we want to save $10,000, you know, and that's challenging. Yep. It's not too late. You can still plan your year and do amazing fun things. So sit down, spend an hour tonight, and figure out what you're going to do this year to make the most of it. Good luck. Let us know on Instagram you get the trips that you have planned, and maybe we'll do that next year. <laughs> yeah, buddy. But yeah, let us know what plans that you have on Instagram at Parenting IRL Podcast. And we'd love to see you there. Okay, bye. Thanks everyone for listening. You can follow us on Instagram at Parenting IRL Podcast or find us on our website at parentinginreallife.com. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And if you like what you're hearing, make sure to tell a friend. That's the best way for people to find out about our podcast. And if you haven't already, give us a rating. And a special thanks to our five kids for being kids. <laughs>